All right. Happy Wednesday or Thursday or Friday or Saturday or whatever day you're listening to our podcast today. You are listening to Walk-Ins Welcome. Uh, we are a podcast all about helping medical practices triple their revenue through digital marketing services and exceptional patient experiences. Michael Ray's with me. I'm Nick Hoard, your host. We're excited to be here with you today. Oh, absolutely. And we're this is finishing up the year. We are. It's time. It is that time of year where lots of holiday, lots of eggnog, lots of uh, cousin Eddie's. I'm getting my eggnog on tonight. Uh, yes. So it um, doesn't matter to you guys because by the time you hear this, it's already happened. That's right. But our office party is tonight, and oh. it is uh, Christmas vacation theme. Yes, it is. And I'm excited about that. I've already seen some of the snacks and stuff that have been created. Oh, yeah. It's just going to be fun, man. The only thing missing is snow and cold weather, but we're not getting either of those. And, so. and, and rusty RVs. <laughs> that's, that's awesome. We, we actually watched... Corey and I actually, so our tradition these days is uh, we always send out Christmas cards, but we watch Christmas Vacation as we address them. Okay. So that's like our tradition. Oh, that's fun. Um, and that movie still cracks me up. It's, like, I know almost every word, every scene to it, and it still just makes me chuckle every time. It's, I mean, it's a classic for a reason. Well, and it's so funny because I think it was like 1989 when it came out, and when they were walking through the Walmart to get all the Cousin Eddie dog food, essentially, and you're looking at the pricing as it's going by, you're like, yeah, that's not yeah, the same. When, when he picked well. up a bag of 50-pound, now the product hadn't changed, a 50-pound bag of Old Roy, it was right. $4.97 for that 50-pound bag. Right. What is, is it now? 22 24 Oh, yeah. Inflation's real. Yeah, so that was 30-something years ago. Thirty. And there you go. But no, so what are we talking about today? Speaking of numbers, it's time to review your year. If you haven't done it yet, uh, the time is now. I always laugh at um, when I talk to companies and they're like, yeah, we're still closing our books from last year. And it's like middle of January. You're like, mm-hmm. yeah, but like why? And then a lot of questions behind that. But no, ultimately, this is the time to review stuff. Like this is the time that a lot of our clients review their marketing. How did it do for the year? Because ultimately when you engage with somebody of any sort, your goal is to do something, right? You have goals behind it, and did you meet them? And for most people, it's did I get to the end of the year? Am I happy with my year? Because, no, I think the number one question that everybody asks is, did we grow? Yeah, did we grow or did we, or on the opposite side, did we get more profitable? You know, because so, growth doesn't always mean profit. We yeah. know that. And so, like, you have to look at all these things. That decision that I made 9, 10, 12 months ago, did it have a positive effect? Right. right. Or did it have a negative effect? Now we got to redo that decision because that's a thing too. I think what's interesting to unpack in reviewing is like, what were the curveballs that were thrown to you through the year that you weren't expecting? <sighs> yeah, twenty twenty two was just a curve. It was just a constant. For twenty twenty, it was crazy for everybody. Yeah, everybody got a curveball. Yeah, uh, but we got a different kind of curveball in twenty two, which was like mass inflation and. Yeah, and then Stuff and like then that. like for our own company, we had all sorts of curveballs. Right. No, yeah, no doubt about it. But we grew through them. Yeah. Well, and that's something too. That's something that I would encourage to remind everyone that's listening, because we have because we do this with our monthly one to ones and stuff with with employees is recount your wins. Right. What were your wins? What were your wins as the company? What were your wins individually? Because it's so easy to concentrate on the bad things because right. the reality, because you wanted like, ah, you know, it was great, but this happened, but this happened, but no, let's talk about all the, like for us as a company, we're a lot, there were a lot of challenges. There were a lot of wins. That's right. Really were. And so, and we forget about them. We forget them, forget about them very quickly sometimes. Um, well, sometimes the uh, challenges that you have to overcome seem so big that it's hard to see the wins. Yeah. 
And then, and then when you get past the challenge, mm. you're just like, oh, that's what I should, you know, it's kind of like, oh, that's super obvious now what I should have been doing this whole time. Right. <laughs> or, or you're just like, well, I know to never do that again. Now you're like super, you're like, okay, I know what that happens there. I'm not touching that again. Yeah, you know? man, I've already put my fork in that socket. <laughs> like it is going to shock me hard. That's right. All right. So let's start with the most basic part time about winning. What, if you were going to bowl down your year, was it a winning year or did you just survive and you hope to never have that year again? So let's look at us, right? I mean, both. <laughs> right? Both, really. I mean, we survived up in, up until about, I don't know, I want to say August. Yeah. And then we finally started finding our stride again. And mm -hmm. for multitudes of purposes, I can't go into the details. But, you know, it, you know, first of all, anybody who's listening to this, employees are both awesome and a challenge. Yes. Right? So there's things there that you have to deal with. There is no prediction really on growth other than the work that you put in because mm -hmm. you can you can only control your actions and your attitude. You can't control just about anything else. Right. So we can look at the different actions that we took throughout the year. So we can we can look at those and measure those and try and derive outcomes from that. Mm -hmm. um, you can just look at the state of the economy. Uh, typically, I don't like to take into effect outside factors, but this is just the world we live in. There's a lot of outside factors that, you know, come into play. Yep. Um, so was it a winning year or a survival year? I think it was a winning year and a survival year. It's like it's so not I, an either I, or, it's an and. I, in our situation, <laughs> it was a lot of surviving. Right. And then it turned to winning. That's right. Uh, not the opposite. So it was not a lot of winning, didn't survival. It, it, right. it did the other way. And I, that's something worth knowing because to me, if part of the winning is the surviving. That's we, right. Because they're like, we're, we're approaching five years. That's right. And statistics say, even though we make up a lot of them, but generally speaking, what, 90 plus percent of business don't make it to year five? That's right. So we're approaching that. I feel pretty confident we'll make it to April. So Yes. <laughs> so Something pretty... <laughs> catastrophic would have to happen for that not to be the case. Yeah. So, so I'm looking at it that way. Like, that's a legit win. And honestly, too, looking at the side of the, I would think the, the, um, the leanness of our company is a lot better. Right. Overall efficiency. So it's been challenging. But good. And we, we've grown because of not just like, grown revenue, but just grown as a company, like we've matured some. Right. And I really do think that makes a difference between like the, the ones that close and the ones that don't, they get in front of these challenge, they get these challenges thrown at them. And it's that moment of don't want to keep doing this or not. Right. And I think some people just say, I'm out, I'm done. And then others like, well, no, we can pursue. I see on the other side, we can get past this. But so talking about your year, how to review some stuff, some basic things. Let's look at your revenues. Mm hmm Look at, how, did you grow in your revenue? Not just annually, but look at your monthlies too. Because sometimes it can seem deceiving where maybe your growth didn't come toward the end, till the end of the year. So your total year doesn't look too hot, but your end of the year looks pretty good and there's a trend there. So you got to look at it from different angles. And every business is different. Every business has its own things. But if you're going to bolt down to something simple, let's say you do a million, these numbers are easy. You do a million dollars a year, which is $83,000 a month. Uh, were you averaging that or did you have some really killer months and really bad months? And can you identify why? Right. Because I know a lot of our uh, listeners, you know, they're relying on new starts, new, new patients coming in and they got some recurring, but it's that constant new patient part that's important. And did you have some uh, spikes? If you look at the spikes, you can find, you know, you can identify 
maybe I did something different that time and that caused that to happen. And what was to say, uh, Michael, in the urgent care space, you should have spikes. Yeah, you really should. I mean, because school's going to start back. School. Flu season's going to happen. Some outbreak of something's happened. Right. I, my uh, toddler was on the verge of RSV type stuff. Like, right. it's, that's a big ordeal right now. So you have all these spikes. And the re- question is, did your company uh, adjust to it? Did you benefit from it or hurt from it? And did you put things in place to adjust, to prepare for that next time? Right. So this, these are things you got to look through and think through because the time that when you start to become complacent with your company, where like, yeah, it's okay year, I don't really care, or just don't even look at the year and just say, hey, it's another month, it's me, then you'll start to lose traction there. And we'll talk about, about the goal setting in a little bit, but like, because the reality is some people just kind of go with the flow. They don't really care. They become very like, ah, it was the same year as last year. Don't really care. Uh, well, that's fine, but it's going to eventually catch up to you because right. your com- competitors may actually care, and then they'll start making, pursuing some. A great example, we have a client. He's adding two new, two new locations, essentially, next couple, month or two. He pursued that. Right. That wasn't a, ah, I had a pretty good year. He's like, no, I want to get bigger. I want to do this. I've got a goal to grow. <clears throat> I've got a plan to grow. Mm-hmm. I've got money set up for that. Like, My single location won't help me grow i gotta make these decisions to move up to the next one because that's i think that's what any company there are limitations with your current resources and do you know what your next step is we have that conversation with literally every new potential client if we get you to your goals are you prepared to make investments and to grow your company not with us but with your actual resources right so it's that's a big deal you have to be able to expand based on your goals right you really do. And some, you have to plan for all of it. And sometimes it's not necessarily uh, just I want more and more revenue. It's sometimes like I need to spread things out or I need to hit a certain point and then we're going to spin up something else that's related to it. Of some sort. We've seen lots of that happen where a company gets to a point and they spin up another company that complements that company and then together they grow as well because right. they can help each other. So there's all sorts of different ways of looking at this. Um but yeah, so that's kind of just, that's a general high level view of looking over your past year. Like I said, if you're listening to this, you should start doing that now. And also in, include key people in that conversation. Don't just be you cracking open your QuickBooks and saying, yeah, okay, there's my, there's my line graph. How did, right. I, did it go up and down? That's it. Now you got, you need to dig in, you need to bring in people and just set aside a couple hours to discuss everything. And that rolls into discussing your goals. Right. Because if, if you don't know what your goals were from last year or from this the beginning of this year, then you didn't achieve them if you don't know what they even are. Yeah. So, I mean, you have to know what your goals were previously around. Mm-hmm. You talked about revenue. Did you manage your revenue and grow it? Mm-hmm. Did you have your expenses? And did you increase, decrease those? Or did you scale them? Because that's the thing, too. Yeah. Um, they went up, but it's because I was doing more work. Yeah. Right. Um, did you take the time off that you wanted to take off throughout the year? Yeah, and that's a huge one. So uh, people forget about, like, the goal of building a business is not just to make yourself busier. Right. I, I, don't, think, I don't think Nick started this company just to work 80 hours a week. No, not at all. No, quite <laughs> the opposite, that. right? Yeah, like, it's to get your freedom. Uh, there's freedom in building a business. If you're running a business and you own a business, you, you, you don't want it to run you. You want to run it. And so I want to throw a little bit in there because yeah. there, there's a difference in running a business and being self-employed. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Running a business means that that thing can operate if you're there or not. 
Yes. Being self-employed is it's you just own your job. Right. Like right? if you wake up, the the business is alive. <laughs> right. And so I, I'm bringing this up because if if your if your goal in 22 was to own a business, but your business is completely dependent on you. Like I know a doctor's got a doc, right? Yeah. Like we know that. Okay. But do you have the support in place for you to be able to take the time off that you want to take? Are there other doctors that are in your practice, other chiropractors, other massage therapists, other support staff, whatever? Do you have other people that are there that can fill in the gaps so that you can go take a week or two off and spend with your family or take off the time that you want? Um, are you genuinely getting the freedom that you're seeking? Are you even seeking it? Right, and because the reality is, um, and if you're if you're like, well, I don't know how to. I, I think I can. Uh, easy litmus test. Take two weeks off unannounced, like you literally say on a Friday. Hey guys, I'm gone for two weeks. I've cleared my schedule. See you in two weeks. Yeah. See what happens. If they are like, okay, <laughs> go for it. I may do that one time. Yeah, just why not? Just see. Like, make sure your calendar's clear, right? But Burn beyond. <laughs> But it'll be fine, actually. But so, but, but you do that. Yeah. And ha, and then count how many times they have to contact you for that two weeks. Right. If it's once a day for the whole time, you got holes. If it's never, eh, that's either good or bad. You'll find out when you get back. And then if it's like, hey, there's one thing we couldn't access to, great. That's when you jot down what that was, and then you work on fixing that in the near future. Because... We're all not promised to be here forever. No doubt. We always talk about like the uh, run over by a bus uh, situation. Hit by a bus. Yeah, and that's yeah. real. That's a real thing. There are literally companies based on that idea of how to protect your business from the bus it. test. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. But uh, so, so review that. Like, what amount of time did you take off, and did did that meet the goal that you were looking for? Right. You know, Heather and I, my wife and I, will sit down in January, and we'll plan out the time that we want to take out through the year. We did this last year, and I can tell you I'm off target. We yeah. did not take the time off that we had set out to take for a multitude of reasons that I'm not going to get into, but we didn't take off the time that we wanted to take off. We took time off, but not the, all the time that we wanted to take right. off. So review that. The last thing um, that I thought outside of the, just the time is, is did you make the impact that you wanted to make yeah. on your team, on your community, on your patients? Um, did you make a difference? We just talked about, like, if you left the company – would anybody on your team fall apart? Would they care or could they run the company, right? There's a flip side of that coin. If you removed your business from your community, would anybody care? Right. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. So did you make the impact on your community that you set out to make? You should, you should have, I hope, made a goal. And I don't know if that's a tangible one other than to say, I'm going to give back. I'm going to participate in in chambers or I'm going to be present in these different areas that I'm going to have a, a positive impact on my community. So I wanted to add that one little thing there. No, absolutely. And that's something that people tend to forget about because you just in, on the constant day in and day out type stuff, you don't think about the, the greater impact. That's right. Because I mean, there's layer, like I look at it this way. If you're able to uh, own, run a successful business, you're blessed. And you should take that opportunity to spread that blessing when you can. I'm all about that, sir. Yeah, because, I mean, some people just can't. So there are a lot, I've met enough people say, yeah, you shouldn't be running a business. That's right. <laughs> and we, we see it more often than we want to. But, all right, so that kind of gets into the last piece right here, talking about goal plank. So you review the year. Hopefully you had goals to look at. But you know what? If you're like, I honestly didn't have any goals to review. Great. This is a great time to start putting in new goals. And something that we talk about quite a bit here are SMART goals. And 
If you want to do a Google, quick Google search, smart goals, you'll find a pretty consistent ex- explanation of it. But the reality is, so we'll go to so smart actually stands for something specific, measurable, attainable, relevant, time-based. So in other words, these aren't lofty giant goals that are just can't be reached. Like for us, we're going to tri- we're going to quadruple our business next in 2023. That's probably not real. That it, would break our current state. It would hurt us all. And it, it doesn't right. make sense and it's it doesn't it doesn't work, right? Now, if we said I think we can increase our company our revenue by 30% next year, which looks like this, we can do it in this time mm-hmm. and this is what it'll take to get there because a lot of times you have to take your goal, then reverse it down and then break it down by weeks or months or whatever it needs to take to make it real. But, but Nick, you teach a lot on the smart goal stuff. So what are the things that you would encourage people on as they're looking at this? Well, the first thing, I mean, you could literally go step by step through specific, measurable, attainable, real, relevant, and time bound. But the first thing I just want to tell you is that like a, a dream that you had to start this business without a goal is just a wish. Yeah. Right. So I want to start with saying that, like, if you don't put something into action, uh, you're, you're just going to you're going to fail. Actually, yeah. you'll succeed because when you aim for nothing, you hit it every time. Yep. I should say it that way. How about that's, that? That's very true. Right? So when I say be specific, you name it. What is the goal? Is it a revenue? Everybody understands dollar amounts, right? So let's just say that your your practice made a million dollars this year and you want to wait 1.5 million next year. So 50%. 50% increase in revenue. Well, look, like, back it out. I need to get to 1.5. Here's what took me to a million. Here's what my staff looked like. Here's the amount of patients that were coming through the door. Here's the turnover that we had. Here's the bills that we had. You take all of that into consideration and then you scale it up to 1.5. What does that have to look like? Yeah. And that's different for every business. Is that you being the only doctor or do you have to add another doctor to do that or three more nurses or whatever? Do you need to move locations? Yeah. We're, we're, we're going to be moving locations in 23. Yeah, and we and we don't have a choice. So. Right. Well, we don't, but at the same time, like we were ready to do that anyway. Yeah, and we're already starting those conversations because we, we know the, the more ahead you are, the better deal you get. <laughs> but that's part of our 23 goals is we sp- specifically, we want to change locations to, to make a positive impact for the goals that we have. Yeah, um, and just kind of thinking through, one thing that we've learned ourselves, as you grow – more money means more problems. I find that the more as the company grows, there are more there are new issues, new problems that come up mm-hmm. that didn't exist when you're at a certain point, but now do. It's so fascinating to me. Like it, like the challenges that we face now are quite a bit different from the challenges from two years ago. There's no doubt about it. Quite a bit, and you would think, oh, more money means I can just spend my way out of my issues. Now. That rarely actually oh, you works. You can write checks. Yeah, but it doesn't mean it'll fix them. <laughs> no <doubt> about it. <laughs> you can write all sorts of checks. That's right. There's checks that you can write to make things go away. But yeah, yeah. Uh, nonetheless, once you have a specific goal in mind, let's stay with that 1.5 million, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I was specifically at 1.5 million. Now, how am I going to measure that? Right. Well, okay. I already know that I'm getting 20 patients a day, and that took me to a million. Well, now I'm going to need 30 or 28 or whatever. Yeah. So, or, or a price increase. Yep. Yeah. So now we have, that's a great point. There's actually nothing wrong with that if it makes sense. Like in order for us to give better service or, or at least maintain the level of service that we currently have and hit the goal that we have to hit, do we increase our prices on certain things or all of things? Mm-hmm. Right. Everybody else is doing it. Some are just doing it for fun because everybody else is doing it. Yeah, all I think when you say that, all I think about is lumber. 
<laughs> where they said lumber, like looking at the data, like technically lumber should have never gone up on no, price. Like it was, not. it was all perception. Yeah. But uh, demand went up is what happened. Yeah. Um, but it, it, that's, that's a measurable piece is how many patients am I going to have to get through the door? I, I can measure that. How many marketing dollars did I spend this year in order to grow that? What additional marketing dollars or resources do I need to allocate to hit my goal? That's mm -hmm. measurable, yep. right? Attainable. Michael, this is super easy. Why don't you explain this one? Yeah, I mean, attainability, like, is this, like, realistic to anybody? Like, right. it, it, do you actually have the resources to attempt this or the, the right people? Like, don't, don't say, like, I, I'm an urgent care and I'm going to grow my massage therapy side of the business. That doesn't exist yet. Like, they're... Be, this is the most realistic part of this whole thing because if it that's the biggest thing too if it's not attainable like legitimately attainable you're gonna be so discouraged by it you'll never you'll be frustrated the whole time be a waste right. of time honestly uh, and then getting your team on <laughs> trying to get your team on board to something that's not attainable and they all know it they just not gonna respect you at that point <laughs> <That's right. laughs> you're gonna lose people honestly right. it's, it's got to be something that's i, I mean there's pie in the sky. It's called pie in the sky for a reason. Yep. If you put out a pie in the sky goal or the BHAG, the big hairy audacious goal, if yep. you put that out there and it's absolutely unattainable, nobody's going to buy into to your goals. No. Nobody's going to buy into that. You're going to sit in front of your team and you're going to be pitching heat. Yeah. <laughs> like nobody's, they're mm -hmm. like, that dude is full of crap. Yeah. And, and the know? respect goes away. All of a sudden your culture takes a hard shift right. because the, like an unattainable goal is just the most discouraging thing in the world. It is. Uh, and I've, I've been part of companies that have done that role. We're going to get to this point. And then when you start to, like for me, I remember distinctly, there was this revenue goal that we had to hit. This is at the other company. And I started to run the numbers and I went to the owner. I was like, this is not physically possible. That's right. Anytime soon. Why do we keep talking about this? Right. <laughs> so, well, anyway. the the next piece of that, the R and SMART goals is is relevant, mm -hmm. and I hope this doesn't come across the wrong way, but I'm going to say it anyway because that's what I do. <laughs> relevant would be if you're doing COVID advertising right now, you are no longer relevant. Nope. We have moved on. The world has moved on. I'm not saying it ain't real. I'm not saying any of those things. What I'm telling you, though, is you're talking to an audience that no longer cares. Nope. That is no longer relevant. And we've seen it in the urgent care space yeah. where people are like, can you get COVID all over my website? I'm like, I can, but nobody cares. Like there's no search volume for it. Google won't let you do anything with it. Yep. It's an irrelevant search term. Let's you, you, you alluded to it to in the attainable piece though. Let's, let's just say that I have a goal to add this new service, but the service is completely irrelevant to what we're trying to accomplish. Like there's no, like it, it needs to be its own business. It doesn't need to be a added add-on service. I'll give you an example that I still find odd, but dentists, we had this one dentist that we work with that had, uh, what are the injections? The, uh, Botox, Botox. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, they were offering they were offering Botox, and they so they you're were, in the chair whitening your teeth. Yeah, hey, you want to clean up some wrinkles? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, I don't think they did. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> so so they, they added Botox. They got whatever certified to do Botox injections, and six months later they stopped doing it for obvious reasons. If I'm in the dentist to get my teeth fixed, clean, cared for, serviced. I'm not there to get an injection in my lips or face or eyebrows. It's not what I'm there for. It's completely irrelevant to what that business does. But, and the, the funny part is like, so most likely the owner came up with the idea mm -hmm. 
And most likely, he either had a team that would just say yes and not challenge the person, or uh, he didn't filter it. He just said, I'm going to do this. I don't want anybody to tell me what to do. Or, or I don't want opinions. I'm doing it. Because um, we run into this quite a bit in the marketing world where people have these crazy ideas. This might just work. And we're like, no, marketing isn't right. craziness. Like there's repeatable expected uh, behavior that That's we right. go after. And like you said, like though I'm trying to think, man, how would that be connected in that person's head that this would work? And my only thought is, oh, if they're getting their teeth white and they're, they care about their appearance, so maybe we can offer them Botox. But then the reality is if I'm a patient laying there, I don't trust a dentist to inject my face. I just, no, I just I feel like it's wrong. I, I don't know, but at the, I mean that's just a real example, though. That's a really like, funny we one. Have a, we have a goal to roll to to go to one point five million. We're going to measure it by adding these amounts of clients. It's attainable, mm -hmm. right? We have the staff to do that, um, and we're going to do it through Botox injections. Like you missed the relevant <laughs> box in that smart thing. Yeah, that that, that, that was a smat. Yeah, that was a smat. <laughs> that was a smat. That was a smat. Uh, speaking of which, the T. Let's go to time based. Yeah. Um, Michael, to me, is just putting a date and a time on on the end of the goal. Right. If you say, I'm going to do this, and you don't say by when, you'll never do it. Michael, clean your room. Actually, right. Just, just, <laughs> say, just say, okay. Okay, I'll do it. Okay. Good conversation. And then, and then on the flip side, you come back. Why didn't you clean your room? You didn't tell me when to do it. Michael, I'm going to lose weight. When? Did you say good for you? Good for you. <laughs> <laughs> like, Whoop-dee-ding, right? So, so it, okay, I, you name it. Yeah. Uh, Michael, I'm going to move. Well, good for you. Uh, you see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, if you, it sounds ridiculous when I tell my kid, hey, I need you to go uh, put the dishes up. I, I don't know about your house. I know Addie's still little, but if I tell any one of my kids like that, they go, uh. Like, they, they, they like we, we've learned. Yeah. No, I need you to take those dishes and walk over to the sink, and mm. I need you to rinse them off. Now. <laughs> I need that done before I get home, and I'll be home at this time. Yeah. Right? Like, you have no problem doing this for your team. Think about this for a second. You will tell your team, I need all of these things filed What what in the, in the software. Sorry, I, I'm drawing a blank. What's the? Like an EMR or something? Yes, thank you. The Patient rate. portal stuff. Thank you. I need all of this filed. Okay. I need all of this filed today by close of business. Yeah. You have no problem telling your staff that, hey, you're in trouble here. I need you to fix these actions by this time or we're having a different conversation. Yes. Right? Hey, financial guy the or salesperson, you haven't sold anything. Now, I know this isn't, you know, patient stuff, but you haven't sold anything in six months. You have till next week to close the deal. And then we're done. Right. So, so yeah. like time-based seems so obvious but when you go, I'm going to bring in $1.5 million. Good for you. That's, that's great. <laughs> Put a time bet. And by the way, that should that, that doesn't have to be in a year. Yeah. I had the most important thing said to me one time from a multimillionaire. I don't know how the stories always pop up, but they are. Story time. Um, I'll remember him. Uh, asking me, like, how much do you make? And I think I said I make, like, $45,000 a year. Okay. And he looked at me like I was crazy and he said, who who told you it took a year to make that much money? Wow. Yeah, just, just 
that one that's a mind expander that one question changed my life changed my life who told you it takes a year to get to 1.5 million right who told you that I, anyway that, that's all i'm getting at like the it, it, people think different when they're multimillionaires, man or billionaires or whatever, whatever. Like, they just think different it's not the, it's not the same conversations that you're having if you ever get a chance to get around a super wealthy person Typically, from my experience, they're super humble. They don't look anything like you think they're going to look like. Never. Um, <laughs> I just, it's funny. I've got so many stories around this one dude named Larry that helped me out so much. Well, I like his that his name's Larry. His name's Larry. It's <laughs> just Larry. Um, anyway, uh, I could tell you all kinds of stories about Larry, but the, the biggest one, like one of the most impactful things, who told you it takes a year to make that kind of money? It's like, okay, all right, you got me. I'm done. Switch my thinking. So, so put some time on there, right? Well, um, and I think time too is is the um, it's the opportunity to have correction if it doesn't happen because all these other ones are like this is what we want, this is what we do, but then there's no uh, repercussion of not doing it. But the time piece creates that, right? Right. We just uh, we're going to do this in six months, so on July first, we're done. Right. You get the July or. It's the urgency behind it. Like, man, we are in June and we're not there yet. Mm -hmm. We got one month to figure this out. And so think about that. That's that time. And this, it is funny. Like you say, like, go clean your room. Okay. Like it, it there's no, you, it's very difficult to punish air quotes, punish somebody or w discipline them. If you didn't give them a time to do yeah. something, it That's really right. is like, I, it's, I can't I, talking about letting people go to sell stuff. Like I had a situation like that last year and I, I made sure there was a defined deadline. So there were no surprises when that time came. Radical clarity is to be kind. Yeah. Yes, absolutely. All right. And then the, the final piece mixed into that, recognizing the key players to help those goals happen. Because the reality is if you're a business and more than just one person, you have key people in your company that will help this happen. I would even argue if you don't, like there's people outside of my company that yep. get that. I've given permission to speak into my company. Yeah. Right. So I, I trust their opinion. I trust their values. Like they may care enough about you to tell you, hey, that goal isn't realistic or that goal isn't attainable. Or like somebody told me at that $45,000, like your goal's too small. Yeah, think bigger. Uh, uh, or like, did you think about this? Or did you look at, like, cause they're all like, you will never be the one with all the answers. If you think you are the one with all the answers, you're, not thinking you're the only one in the room yes you <laughs> are well look yeah. i've had a great time talking about uh reviewing your year what to look for um and just a quick snapshot of how to set yourself up uh great for 2023 michael anything to wrap up with just simply this is your opportunity if you ever heard never heard smart goals this is what this is our push to you this is our little ticket of saying you want to make 23 pretty awesome, do some smart goals, and you'll be amazed if you stick with them. And you talk about them too, right? That's right, all the time. If you don't talk about them all the time, it, never, it, it just won't happen. Well, it'll just be a, forget it. It'll just be a surprise. Oh, right. oh, yeah, I forgot about that. Oh, look, we missed our goal. <laughs> Whoopsies. <laughs> what goal? <laughs> that was last week. Oh, I didn't recognize that. Unbelievable. But all right, guys, so this was actually a longer episode. Whoops, that's okay. It happens. But uh, happy to talk about it. I hope you guys had a fantastic 2022. We're looking forward to 2023. And here we go. Happy New Year. See ya.